I'll be back. I'm gonna make him an offer again. What? Oh my god! They killed Kenny! The force is with you. I hope I am the danger. Please stand clear of the doors. Oh righty. Avengers! Assemble. What's up everybody? This is Pop Culture with the Captain. I'm your host, Captain Carlos Montalvo. Last Sunday, award season has officially kicked off with the 2021 Golden Globe Awards. The event is the first award show related to film to be presented during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Golden Globes is different from the Oscars, in which the Golden Globes has divided the movie categories into two themes. On one section you have the drama, and the other section being comedy or musical. The categories are only applied for the lead actors in both male and female, as well as the best pictures for both areas. While the categories for supporting actor, screenwriting, and director, as well as animated movies are separated. So I'm gonna talk about the basis of the winners of, the, of each of those categories, as well as discussing the overall show in which both hosts, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, did a well-made um, hosting duties in the Golden Globe Awards, especially during the whole COVID-19 pandemic. This year, the award ceremony was hosted by comedians Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. They both kicked off with their signature chemistry as well as their monologue, signaling the ongoing pandemic, as well as pointing out the Hollywood Foreign Press in which they are the ones that are in charge of the whole Golden Globe Award ceremony, not including a black representative indoor organization. The show, for the first time, is simultaneously broadcasted in New York and Los Angeles. The only people in attendance in both areas are the medical personnel, and it has been a great ceremony paying tribute to those who risked their lives to make sure that we are maintained safe, as well as taking care of those that are affected by the pandemic. So I'm going to start off today's episodes with discussing the two winners in the supporting actors category. One of which is was a surprising win, and the other was a predicted, but at the same time, well-deserved. So I'm going to kick off with the predicted winner, in which it is Daniel Kaluuya for his incredible performance in Judas and the Black Messiah. So out of the five nominees, I believe that Kaluuya's performance is by far the most impacting and powerful episode. I basically described in my previous episode about just how great the movie is, but the performance of Daniel Kaluuya was the highlight of the movie. His performance as Fred Hampton is the best of his career, in which he displays the charisma, the charm, the will to being an incredible leader during the Black Panther era in the 1960s, as well as his tragic demise that led to his downfall and death. So for me, when he won, I felt that this is the close and clear indicator that he's going to be the front runner to win the Oscar in the Best Actor in the Supporting Role. I feel bad because when he won the award, he was about to give his acceptance speech, but for some reason, technical difficulties occurred, and there was a brief awkward pause in which the presenter of the award, Laura Dern, tried to basically um, run time in order for for them, the people in the production crew to basically um, to basically fix the whole situation. And once it's been fixed, um, Daniel basically gave his 
um, speech. He basically showed grace. He showed appreciation for Fred Hampton, as well as basically showing a lot of will and like gratitude of the fact that he won this award. So for me, I felt that his award for Best Supporting Actor is basically a great win for him. His future is bright. And let's just hope that when he gets nominated for the Oscar, he is the rightful winner for the Best Actor in Supporting Role. Now I'm going to talk about the Supporting Actress winner. And this was a huge chalker. The winner of this award was surprisingly Jodie Foster in The Mauritarian. So luckily, before I, I watched the ceremony, I watched the movie. And her, The Mauritarian um, is available on video on demand as well as theaters. It's a great movie. And Jodie Foster, for me, winning that award was a huge shock. Because for me, when I watched the movie, it was basic standard Jodie Foster performance in which she is this strong, empowering woman that is trying to fight the system. But not just fight the system, but more of trying to liberate a um, Middle Eastern um, prisoner in Guantanamo Bay who's been accused of being orchestrated in the 9-11 attacks. But he's been but he's been coerced by the same government into admitting that into falsely admitting that he committed the crimes. And it's mostly uh, her performance was very good. But the problem was that it was just another standard Jodie Foster performance. And for me, I thought originally that Amanda Seyfried, in which she played an incredible role in Mank, was going to be the winner. And because of all the hype and the buzz about her incredible performance, she was going to be the front runner for the, for the award. So for me, um, and basically Jodie Foster, because when she won the award, she couldn't believe that she won. And basically her reaction was her face being and her eyes being wide open. And for me, that was how I also reacted because I did not expect that win at all. But it's not that there's anything wrong with her performance nor the movie itself. It's the fact that nobody saw it coming because everybody expected Amanda Seyfried to win. But the fact that the veteran actress won another Golden Globe is not only impressive, but and also a good acknowledgement of the kind of actress that she is. And Jodie Foster is by far one of the greatest actresses of all time. But like I said, this was the shocking winner of the, of the category. Now that I talked about the Supporting Actors and Actress Award winners, I'm going to shift towards the Best Animated Movie in which Pixar has once again won the award for their work of Soul. As I said it in my review of Soul a couple of uh, months ago, I believe that Soul is one of the most beautiful and well-thought movies of 2020 and won an incredible movie for Pixar. It deserves to win this award, but for me personally, I felt that they could have gone a little bit more higher in the category. The, f the reason that it, when I say that they should go more higher is to going for not just the best animated movie, but also the best movie in either the comedy or musical um, category or the best drama category. I just hope that when the Oscars are presenting their nominees, they include Soul into their best picture um, category because it is an, because for me, Soul is such an incredible evolution of storytelling for Pixar. And year by year, Pixar has demonstrated that they are the kings of the animated department 
by their incredible originality, their emotional weight for people to basically relate to, even if you're an adult or a kid. And Soul is basically a perfect mix of a movie that both kids and adults can relate to, while at the same time learning incredible life lessons such as the appreciation of life, as well as taking every moment that you have and taking advantage of it. That is why Soul should be nominated for Best Picture in the Oscars. But let's just see when the nominations come in in a couple of weeks. After Soul, the award for Best Screenplay has occurred, in which Aaron Sorkin won his second award for Best Original Screenplay for his work in Trial of the Chicago 7. For me, I believe that Aaron Sorkin is a genius behind screenwriting, especially for his work in The Social Network, West Wing, and The Newsroom. So his writing in this movie is fantastic. I mean, the way he demonstrates his immense talent as a writer when writing the whole court drama and the interactions between the characters throughout the whole scenes was just impacting and, and empowering. It demonstrates the kind of like emotion that Aaron Sorkin is trying to display in the movie, especially towards the dramatic moments of the course, especially with the scenes involving Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, and Frank Langella. Those are basically demonstrations of the kind of writer that he is. And not only that, but also the fact that this is one of his um, very few movies that he has written and directed. And this is a great way for him to be a front runner for the best screenplay. And I hope that this could lead to him winning the best screenplay award. I don't know if The Trial of Chicago 7 is based on an adapted or original screenplay. I believe that it is an original screenplay, but who knows? I just hope that Aaron Sorkin wins it all by the Oscars. So now I'm going to talk about the Best Director Award. For me, I am a huge, huge fan when this award comes out. I love directors, and every time when some director wins an Academy Award or a Golden Globe, I felt that these are the type of awards that I always get invested on. So for this year, history has been made, in which Chloe Zhao, for her work in No Man Land, won the Best Director Award. And for her work in No Man Land, demonstrates the kind of filmmaker that she is. In case you don't know, Chloe Zhao created this movie called No Man Land. I highly recommend on watching it. It's available on Hulu and in theaters. But the movie is basically slow, but at the same time, it's, bas it's beautiful in terms of the American West and the whole overall goal of exploring it while at the same time going through life and the changes of losing the beloved one or adjusting towards a new life after your old life has been tarnished by an economic crisis. So her work, so Chloe Zhao basically did in this movie is to show a light of a woman in her late ages going on a road trip around the American West in her van. And for me, her directing role was uh, fantastic due to the fact that she worked incredibly well with Frances McDormand, who is an incredible actress. And for me, in her work in No Man Land, she is basically the future of cinema. And her win could lead her to win an Oscar. And I'm going to tell you this. If she wins the Oscar, not only is she going to be the, most the second woman to ever win 
an Academy Award for Best Director, but she will be a winner from a different descent. So for the Best Director category, the category was won, and let me tell you this, this was an historic win by Chloe Zhao for her work in Nomadland. Nomadland is available right now in theaters and on Hulu, but for her work in Nomadland, she basically portrayed a beautiful work of art, especially regarding a woman's journey in the American West by living in her own van called the Vanguard. For me, when I watched this movie, I basically felt that the movie was slow, but the whole purpose of the movie is to demonstrate a woman's journey and, ad and adapting to a new life after the death of her husband, as well as the loss of her home due to an economic crisis that occurred in the late 2000s. And for her to make this movie and basically portraying this woman's journey, as well as showing the beauty of the American West, is a testament to the kind of filmmaker that she is aspiring to be. She is the future of cinema. And for her win in this award, could not only lead to win an Oscar, but she'll join Catherine Bigelow as the second female director to win an Oscar in the Best Director. I say watch this movie and see her work. And her work is basically beautiful, poignant, and you're going to feel that this movie is slow, but I say take the time Look very, very deeply into the movie, the subject that it's trying to portray, and appreciate the kind of work that she's going with in this movie. I say, take it a watch, but I'll leave you to it. So, now that I talked about the best director, I'm going to now talk about the best actors and actress in a leading role in both musical, musical comedy and drama. Now that I talked about the Best Director Award, I'm going to shift with the Best Actor and Actress in a Drama as well as the Comedy Slash Musical. There were some that were surprising, there were some that were not surprising, and then there were some, and then there was one that was super emotional that it deserved to win. So I'm going to start off with the actresses. So for the comedy and musical, so for the best actress in the comedy and musical, the winner was Rosamund Pike in her movie, I Care A Lot, which is available at Netflix at this time. So when Rosamund Pike won, I was surprised. The reason I say this is because originally I thought Maria Bakalova from Borat 2 was going to win. And there were times where I thought that Maria was the frontrunner and she should have won the award. I kind of was glad that she won. The reason I say this is because for me, Rosamund Pike is an incredible and underrated actress of this generation. She's a master of portraying characters that you cannot stand or support, in which very similar to her performance in Gone Girl. I can pinpoint similar character traits from both her character in Gone Girl and I care a lot, both of which both characters are vindictive, manipulative geniuses who cheat their way for power and as well as wealth, recognition, and inflicting misery and humiliation. Rosamund Pike is a master of this kind of portrayal in acting. 
for me, it kind of sucks that even though this win is monumental for her career, I believe that her performance in I Care A Lot will not give her a guaranteed spot for the Oscar. And, and that's fine. At least she has her moment by winning this award. And if she gets nominated, that's great. I believe that she deserves a second nomination. But let's just see how it goes, especially when the Oscars present their nominations. So for the best actress in drama, this was another surprise for me. Andra Day from the United States versus Billie Holiday won the award beating veteran actress Frances McDormand in Nomadland and my pick, Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. When, the, when she won the award, I didn't watch the movie. I haven't had the opportunity to watch the movie. But, I t but after the awards, I sat down, I watched the movie on Hulu, and the movie is messy in their narrative of the whole biography of Billie Holiday and her song that was basically blacklisted by the U.S. government and how the U.S. government tried to screw her over through lies and manipulation for her drug abuse and leading to her death because of complications due to having much due to having much drugs in her system. So despite the very lackluster movie, the, her, the highlight of the movie was basically her performance. So Andra Day, in her first film lead, demonstrated that raw, authentic, powerful portrayal of a character that has been going through hell because of the U.S. government. And her performance was the true highlight of the movie. And it is one of those performances that basically overshadows the overall plot of the movie, such as Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody and Meryl Streep in The Iron Lady. For me, this was a huge win because I thought that Carrie Mulligan's performance in Promising Young Woman was fantastic. And I believe to this day that she's going to win the Oscar. But if she doesn't win because of either Andre Day or Francis McDormand, I am fine with that result. The reason I say this is because all three of those women are gave their best performance in their respective films. Even though I'm rooting for Carrie Mulligan, I feel that Andre Day, despite the lackluster movie, will basically win. But let's just see how this goes, because not only this win could be a huge booster up for her success of, on getting her Oscar. But let's just see how it goes for later award shows, such as the Screen Actor Guild Awards and the Critics' Choice Awards, in which if she wins both, she's basically the frontrunner for the Best Actress and for the Oscars. But I recommend you watching The United States vs. Billie Holiday. The movie is very lackluster with the narrative. However... Andre Day's performance, phenomenal. As I gone through the actresses in both the drama and the comedy musical genre categories, I'm going to shift towards their male. And I'm going to kick off with the kind of, kind of predictable award for the comedy or musical, which was won by Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat. In case you didn't know, this is Baron Cohen's second win for portraying the same character in which he won for the first movie back in 2007. And for him to win his second Golden Globe by portraying the same character, for me, this time it felt more deserved. 
because his return as Borat, especially filming during the whole COVID-19 pandemic, as well as the 2020 elections, was risky, dangerous, genius, and fulfilling for him. The reason being is that he basically risked his life, both physically and health-wise. And in order to accomplish his overall goal of exposing the Trump administration and ensuring that he does not win the 2020 election by exposing the his cabinet, such as the Rudy, Rudy Giuliani scene and the racist um, Trump rally in which for some insane, miraculous um, way, he convinced the people in attendance to sing along him a very, very racist song in a manner that just shows the kind of um, state that the United States is going at this moment, as well as exposing the kind of Trump supporters that are ha- that are all around the United States. For me, this was a fantastic return to form for the character, and there were times where I wished Lin-Manuel Miranda would win for his role in Hamilton, but I'm kind of glad that Sasha Baron Cohen won. Now, prepare to get now. The whole, the whole world was shocked when we heard the news that Chadwick Boseman passed away. His his last performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was a signature performance in which he demonstrates charisma power, and charm in his last portrayal, showing that his talent will never be forgotten. When he won the award, the person who accepted the award was his wife. Her speech was basically an emotional toll for her, knowing that her husband won an award and was not present with her. She gave a speech acknowledging his incredible presence in the film industry and, most importantly, her personal life. She acknowledges that if she, if he were present to accept the award, he would have said something empowering or emotional or beautiful. But due to the fact that she is not present with him, she cannot basically give a riveting speech. And the reason, because this is the moment where we realize that Chadwick Boseman is an incredible human being. His death was unbelievably shocking, especially after struggling his battle with colon cancer. And his talent in this movie is basically the true highlight of the movie. His last performance was incredible, mesmerizing, and this is a performance to be watched. And for me, if if this win means anything, is that it could lead to him winning an Oscar. And this is going to be the third act, and he's going to be the third actor to win an Oscar after he passed away. The last being Heath Ledger for The Dark Knight. I recommend you guys watching Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It is available on Netflix. And this is a fish and this film, in which it is Chadwick Boseman's last film, it's a great way to watch an incredible talent for the very last time on film. Okay, now that I've gone through the emotional part, I'm gonna talk now with the Winners of the best film category in both the drama and the comedy slash musical. So for the comedy and musical, the winner was Borat 2. This category was incredibly weak this year. And the reason being of the lack of movies that was presented at the time. So Borat, the only competition that Borat had was Palm Spring, 
and Hamilton. But a part of me was glad that it didn't. Because this was basically a pre-recorded stage performance from 2016. And for this category, it deserved to have a movie that was basically released. Now, my two, my other picks were Palm Spring and Borat. While Borat won, Palm Spring was a completely underrated gem from Hulu. It stars Andy Samberg and it is a, basically uses the formula from Groundhog Day in a way that is more modern and um, in a way that is more genius, especially with the performances by both Christine Melody, his love interest, and Andy Samberg. But besides Palm Springs, um, Borat was, for me, Borat was the clear winner because there, because there was no chance that Prom or the other musical from the artist Sia was going to win. And Borat, and for me, Borat deserved to win because it did the incredible job of exposing the darker and harrowing side of the United States in a way that demonstrates Sasha Baron Cohen's controversial comedic style. He, the movie basically exposed the incredible mess the Trump administration has occurred during the whole 2020. It also motivated us to vote and in order to avoid the potential consequences of him getting reelected. And, and I gotta give credit to Cohen because Sasha Baron Cohen basically said before in, pri in previous interviews that he was not coming back as Bora. But now, but he came back not only to bring out, uh, bringing back his signature comedy, especially with the character, but also exposed that. And it basically motivated people. And that's the whole overall goal that Session Baron Cohen did. So for me, this movie was, and uh, this movie was great. It did its job. It exposed in a way that it was both shocking and jaw-dropping. And his and Sacha Baron Cohen's um, co-star, which is the incredible Maria Bakalova, were the true highlight of the movie. And I would say to at least watch this movie and just see how this movie basically, in my opinion, changed the overall landscape of the 2020 election. And now for the final award. The best picture in the drama category was won by Chloe Zhao's Nomadland. As I said when Chloe Zhao won the award, this movie is an incredible piece of art, especially when it goes through themes of personal losses and, experience, and also experiencing the beautiful landscape nature side of the American West, such as the overall lifestyles of nomads in which they're basically um, travelers from the United States that rely on living on RVs or minivans and tr travel around the road and exploring new areas around the, the American West. And not only was the story and the directing were exceptional, but the incredible performance of Frances McDormand was a, was a true testament to the kind of actress that she is. And like I said, this movie is a is very slow, but watch it, guys. And if this is any indication, Nomadland could be the front runner of the best picture category. Who knows? A lot can happen during this award season. Awards can be changed. The winners could be changed. The there are gonna be some snubs. There's gonna be some surprises. 
All we can do is just wait on the coming weeks when the Academy of Motion Pictures announce their nominations for this bizarre 2020 Oscar ceremony. And I just hope that Nomadland could possibly be the winner. There are move there are some movies that I would say that deserve a lot of praise and acclamation for the the best picture category. I would say that I might pick if I were the Academy, I would have gone with Promising Young Woman or Soul. But who knows? If No Man Land wins, I'll be fine with it. Because it's a really well-deserving movie and a great movie to watch. So there you have it, guys. I basically give out my recap of the... So there you have it, guys. I basically give out my recap of the 2021 Golden Globe Awards. I hope that in the coming week, we will see the nominations for the Academy Awards. And I'll come back with my analysis on and review for the Oscars. This is Captain Carlos Montalvo signing off.